0: It's going to be very exciting. Mm. Get ready. Tell you what, I've surely been enjoying teaching on these programs. It's been wonderful. Rich. Well, today I'll be teaching on the salvation of your loved ones because I believe God Almighty is about to save your children. I'm going to, I'm going to show you promises from God's Word that you can hold on to. Praise God. Remember what the Lord said. Turn with me to John chapter 16. I'm going to read for you verse 23 and 24. Father, in Jesus' name today, I pray Praise that you, Lord. your faith will arise in your people to believe that every loved one will be saved yes. in Jesus' wonderful name. And God's dear people said, Amen. Amen. Verse 23, John 16, And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. The Lord clearly states, if we ask anything, we'll receive it. In fact, when he said, verily, verily, he was saying, I vow, I yeah, vow. I yes, love that. Yes, yes. That's what the word verily means. By the way, in ancient times when they'd say verily, verily, they would lift up their right hand and say, I vow, I vow. That's what, they really, what the Lord is doing. Think about him saying, I vow, I vow. I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Yes. Hallelujah. So as you ask for the salvation of your loved ones and children, God will do it. That your joy might be full. Exactly. Now, let me give you some mighty promises and go ahead and write them down. Uh, first, Psalm 72. My friend, Steve, will read that for us. Verse 4. He shall judge the poor of the people. He shall save the children of the needy. He shall save the children of the needy. There's the promise. Oh, yeah. He shall save the children of the needy. When you need a miracle with your children, God says he will save the children of those who need him. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Go beyond whatever is necessary. Finish that verse. Because the last part of it says, and break the pieces of the oppressor. Read that again. That's a powerful verse. Uh, he shall judge the poor of the people. He shall save the children of the needy and shall break in pieces the drug dealer and the, the oppressor that exactly. comes against your child. And the devil himself. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Ooh, I like that. Hold on to that promise, saints. Then Psalm 90 verse 16, as my friend Mr. Bra goes to Psalm 102 verse 28, mm-hmm. the next verse I want mm-hmm, you to read. Mm-hmm. But let me read Psalm 90 verse 16. Let thy work appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto their children God wants his glory to appear to our children that's his will Mm -hmm. he wants us he wants them to enjoy what we've enjoyed and much more let thy work appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto their children it's God's will that your children experience the glory of God. Now, is that, is that a promise, Pastor? That's a promise. Of course it is. Absolutely. That we, that your children, as long as we stay faithful and holding on well, to God, it says, he will exp- they will experience our glory. Well, it says, thy servants. So you have to serve God to experience, uh, for your children to experience His glory. That's right. So the glory that I've experienced, if I'll stay true and be a faithful Your servant, children then my will. children will experience that exactly. same glory. And as you said, more. Exactly. Now, I look at Psalm 102, verse 28, while I go to Psalm 115. But go ahead and read for us Psalm 102, 28. Mr. The Brown. children of thy servants, and there's that word servant again. Exactly. You have to it's, serve the Lord. That's exactly. It. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall be established before thee. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. So read that again because that's, that's a very important promise from the Lord. The children of thy servants, born-again believers trusting in the Lord, shall continue. And their seed, meaning our children. that No, that's your grandchildren. Ooh. You like that? Oh, I love that. Not only is this a promise for your children, it's also for your grandchildren. Read it again. Ooh. The children of thy servants. The children of thy servants would be your children. Right. Shall continue. Shall continue. Oh, there it is. I there see it is. It now. Shall continue. And their seed. Shall and their seed, your grandchildren. My Victoria. Exactly. My Connor. That's right. Yes. And their seed shall be established before thee. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, that's So brilliant. you can claim this promise. From Psalm 102 and verse 28, for your children and grandchildren. Hmm. Then Psalm 115, while you go to Psalm 127, uh, but Psalm 115, verse 13 and 14. Now, I love this one. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Hmm. So now when you pray, you can claim all those promises. And Psalm 127, verse 3, 4, and 5. And while you're reading that, I will go to Isaiah 49, 17, and 25, because that's another mighty promise. But read for us Psalm 127, verse 3, 4, and 5, sir. Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a, of a mighty man... Right so are children of the youth. Happy, and I can testify to that, happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. Now, Stephen, you reread the portion because it says something I want to point out. Okay. Lo, children are an heritage of of the Lord. Stop right there. They're his heritage. They're not yours. They're his. So in prayer, we can say, Lord, my children, even though may not be walking with you right now, are your heritage, Lord. They belong to you, Lord, because you said in your word, Lord, that they are your heritage. And we can claim that in prayer and we can tell the devil that. Because we as servants have given them to him. Look, when you serve God, mm-hmm. your children are his heritage. Read that again. Lo, children are an heritage of, of the, the Lord. Lord. He's talking to the saints here. Right. And? And the fruit of the womb is his reward. Exactly. So when you pray, you can say, Lord, you said my children are your heritage. And my children are the reward Mm -hmm. that belongs to you, Lord. So you can look at the devil's face and say, now, Satan, in Jesus' name, I command you to take your hands off my children. They're not yours. They belong to God. They're his heritage, not yours. They're God's reward, not yours. That's, That's a mighty weapon against Satan. We've got to understand, saints, that the Scriptures are the weapons in our hands. That's the sword of the Spirit. So when you pray for your children, don't, don't just say, Lord, save them. Lord, rescue them, as we all do, of course. But more than that, you should remind God that God said they're His heritage. They're His reward, not ours. And look at the devil and say, now, devil, my children are God's heritage. Don't you dare touch them i got to remind the partners of something you said that was so powerful that I do it now just about every day that I think of it, and I try to think of it every day, and that is plead the blood over my children. And you made a statement. You said, just don't say, Lord, I plead the blood over my children. Call every one of their names out. Exactly. Be specific. Be specific with God. Exactly. I think that's so powerful. Finish it, sir. Okay. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them, and they shall not be ashamed, Amen. but they shall speak. Now, that's the children. Exactly. They shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Now, that means your children will have authority over the devil and his power. Right. Because the gate speaks of authority. Right, right. So, they will speak. In other words, they will command the enemy right in his gate, right where his authority is. God has promised that our children will have authority over the devil in this portion, right? Because here. they are his heritage They're and his, his people. Exactly. Now, Isaiah 49, while you go to Isaiah 54 13, Isaiah 49, verse 17 says, Thy children shall make haste. In other words, they'll return to God quickly. Thy destroyers and they that made thee waste shall go forth of thee. And then, verse 25 says, well, let me just explain verse verse 17. Thy children shall make haste, meaning your children are going to speedily come back to God. Thy destroyers and they that made the way shall go forth of thee. In other words, all those who have been destroying you are about to walk out. See, we, these are promises we claim in prayer. Mm-hmm. Then verse 25, But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contendeth with thee, and I will save thy children. God says, I'll fight the devil for you, and I'll save your children. You don't have to fight him. I'll do it for you. Hmm. So, now. And i like first, this next Go ahead, Isaiah 54, about. verse 13. Yeah. And all thy children shall be taught of, of the, Lord. the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. Now. see so that just goes right along with that. Exactly. Now, the, the, see, these are promises God has given us concerning our own children. Pastor, this is great too where it says, and great shall be the peace. Absolutely. What a need today. In prayer, remind, of, re- remind the Lord of his promises, like I said. Isaiah 60 verse 4 is, a, is, a, is another one. Lift up thine eyes round about and see all they gather themselves together. They come to thee, thy sons shall come from afar, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side is another mighty promise now we all of course know what the word says thee and thy house shall be saved Mm -hmm. remember that now we've, we've, we've got to understand though keep in mind that faith our faith must be developed as we hear the word of God even on this program as we are as we're sharing with you his precious word your faith is being strengthened because faith comes by hearing and by hearing and by hearing. And by hearing, and right. by hearing. Right. You've got to hear it over and over and over. Now, Hebrews ten thirty-five and 36 say that we cannot receive our reward of faith without patience. Read that for us, will you, Steve? Okay. Hebrews ten thirty-five and 36, because you got to understand your faith must be developed. It must grow. And patience is the key. Hebrews 10, 35, 36. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward, for for ye have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. So developed faith gives the inheritance. Only developed faith can give. So you have to wait and believe and never give up. Remember... Mark 9:23. All things are possible to him that believeth. You, you, you can't give up. Maybe you've waited three to, to five to ten years. Who knows? For your children to come to God, mm-hmm. it's not going to be too long before they're, they're home. But you've got to hold on because if you give up, God can't oh, do it. Oh, say that again. That's, well, if you give up, God can't do it. That's it. His, that's his you word. You've got to believe on the Lord mm-hmm. Jesus Christ on a continual pattern and believe and doesn't He will mean, save your house? And believe doesn't mean mentally accept. No. Believe means hold on. Let your faith be always alive and active. Mm-hmm. Faithing. A, faithing. Except exactly, that's a that's a very powerful uh, translation. Right. That says faith is the actual Greek says faithing. We are in the process Continuing. of faith, continual process of faith. It's alive. It's bubbling. And it doesn't matter, even if that child maybe is... It doesn't uh, matter what the circum- circumstance is, it doesn't matter what uh, and God what will, doing. No, sir. And, and God, Pastor, will go to the nth degree. Spare not His Son. Okay, now, in Exodus 12 verse 3, He said to Moses, a lamb for a house. He didn't say a lamb for an, an individual. He said, take a lamb for a house. The moment you are saved, oh, the moment cool. you're right. born again, the, ho- the whole house comes under an umbrella of grace. Do You know, your salvation has brought uh, on an umbrella of grace over your whole family. Whether you're, you're, the, you're the daddy, the mommy, or a, a son, or a daughter, if you're a member of that family and your whole family is still living out of the will of God, your salvation has brought them under an umbrella of grace because a lamb is for a house, not for an individual. We don't have to look any further than you. You're exactly. I was the first one who was saved, and then the whole family came in. But, but that grace came through that one, Yes. and God always will save one and bring all the rest in. But it may take a while. In my case, it took three years. Patience. Patience. You have to wait. Mm-hmm. Now, um, let me also t- uh, take you now to Genesis 7 verse 1 because this is really important. It talks about Noah. He was the only righteous man. Remember that? In fact, the, the you know, scriptures are very very clear. He was the only man righteous and the Son of God. His children were not, neither was his wife, only him. But they all were allowed into the ark. Now, Noah's family was not saved. Well, it's clear from the word. was not righteous. Was not only thee, it says. Mm -hmm. Come thou and all thy house into the ark. Now, what is this? God says. This is Genesis 7, verse 1. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark for thee. He didn't say for your family. He didn't say your, your, your children and your wife. He says, for thee have I seen, have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Mm, mm. He said, you're the only righteous man I know in this whole generation, Noah. But because of your walk with me, bring your whole house into the ark. Wow! So the whole house comes into that place of grace under the umbrella of blessing, like I just said. So mama don't give up. Just keep holding on because yeah. you may be the only one. Do you know that God planned? But God will take care of it. Do you know that God planned the salvation of the children and the wife? There's an amazing uh, verse in 2 Peter 2, verse 5. You got it right here? Yeah, read that. This is amazing. This is 2 Peter 2, verse 5. And spared not the whole, the old world, but saved, but saved Noah. Wait. The, the eighth, eighth person. Wait. When he said, Noah, the eighth person, God counted him last. Wow. Not first, but last. Think about this. Noah was the only righteous man alive. Right. Not his kids, not, not his wife, not his family members. Only he was righteous. But for God to say the eighth person, he, he did not say the first person. He said the eighth, meaning number one and two and three and four and five and six and seven were his family. God brought in the family. Pastor, when, you, when you're floating on a boat and you know that flood has covered the whole earth, you better get saved. I'm telling you that. Exactly. Right they saw the fruit of their father's righteousness. Exactly. And God, when it says, oh, that's the, powerful. When it says the eighth person, yes. then God planned to rescue all the children. Wow. It was his plan. Because what did he say to Noah in Genesis 7-1? Bring your house with you. God is commanding you, saints, to bring your house with you into heaven. Hear that. Hear this. He's saying to you, bring your house with you. It's your responsibility to tell them about Jesus. Oh, it's yes. your job to pray for your family. Mm. So God is commanding today, come thou and all thy house into the ark which, I've, which, which you've, you've, you've prepared. And this is another key. Noah built that ark. He had to prepare that ark for his family. We are the ones who build the ark through that's prayer. It, that's it. That's it. Yeah. God says, welcome to you and your family. It's up to you to build the ark for them, and you do that through prayer. It's up to you to bring them in. You do that through prayer and claiming the promises of God for them. One of the things that got me sad. Now, now I, you know, I want to say this again because okay. somebody may have missed this. God says, I have supplied heaven for yes, you. Yes. Come in. But he says, now you bring them in. Right then we've got to pray. It's us who pray. It's us who claim the promises. It's us who say to the devil, you can't have them. That's why it says, let the redeemer of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. We declare what God has promised to us. I'm saved today. Hallelujah! I'm saved today because of my mother's prayers. Oh, exactly. Coming in from school, hearing my mother, the Holy Spirit would have it timed just perfectly that when I walk through that door... I'd hear my mother and calling my And the most powerful name. prayers are the prayers of a mom or oh, a grandma. You know. You know. Do you know why God saved Noah? Because of Abraham. Absolutely. Abraham was praying for yes, him. Yes, In fact, it says that in Genesis nineteen twenty nine, And let me read this for you because this is absolutely an amazing revelation. Now, think about this. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain... That God remembered Abraham. Yes. He didn't remember Lot. No. He remembered Abraham. Yes. And sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he when he overthrew the cities in the which Lot dwelt. So, God remembered Abraham. In other words, he remembered his prayers for Lot. Right. And took Lot out. Right. So, when you pray, God remembers your prayers and brings your children out. And all of these promises we're talking about. Exactly. Now, look at Jeremiah 31 verse 16 and 17 and that's another wonderful promise from the Lord you know God Almighty has promised to bring our lots out of destruction did you hear what I just said sir? I did, I did, I did. Just like Abraham yeah his prayer brought lot out of destruction from Sodom and Gomorrah God has promised to bring our lots, our families out of destruction. Well it's like you said in crusade don't give up on your healing don't give up on your children. Never. Read for us Jeremiah thirty-one, sixteen and 17, and I pray this is building faith in people hey, today. Hey, man, I feel it is. Go ahead, sir. Thus saith the Lord, refrain thy voice from weeping and thy eyes from tears, for thy work shall be rewarded. Thy work shall be rewarded, and, come on, finish up. Saith the Lord, and? and they shall come again from the land of the enemy, and there is hope in thine end, saith the Lord that thy children oh, that's it. That, there it is, that thy children what? shall come again to their own border now wait how did they come again to their own border and that talks about God's kingdom they are going to come back into God's kingdom the, the border of God's kingdom they're going to walk in but what's going to, going to do it God will will reward you as you pray right read that again The whole thus saith the Lord refrain thy voice from me and, and, the, what it's what, what saying is now you can quit praying now and thine eyes from tears. That's right. You can quit crying now. For thy work shall be rewarded. Now I've heard you and I'm going to reward you, saith the Lord. That's right. And they shall come again from the land of the enemy. They, meaning your children, are going to come from the land of the enemy. Out of the world, from the world. Exactly. So verse 17 says, And there is hope in in thine thine hand, saith the Lord, that thy children shall Come. come again to their own border. Hallelujah. Now, Stephen, Acts sixteen thirty one, mm-hmm. which everybody knows, but it's so powerful. Yeah, but see, that's a that promise cannot be understood without all those others, cannot be claimed without all those others. That's true. It takes prayer, saints. Yes. It takes prayer. Jeremiah said, "You gotta pray." God said to Israel, "All right, now you've prayed. I yes, you've it. believed. So without it, there'll be no answers, no miracles." Why did God bring in uh, Noah's children? Because Noah was praying for them. Yeah. Noah knew that the flood was coming. He lived the life before them. Exactly. Boy, he marvelous. was there. Yeah. He built that ark when everybody said, you're, you're crazy. Exactly. And it take, took him more than one year to build that ark. And why did God save Lot? Because Abraham prayed for him. Sure. It's prayer. So Acts sixteen thirty one, And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ thou shalt be saved and and thy house now let's pray let's believe god that your house will be saved but remember lord. what i shared with you already you gotta pray you gotta claim the promises we gave you today i gave you a lot on sure this one program that's today. glorious father in the name, in the name of, of jesus. jesus lord my god i pray today, it takes. and i Whatever believe it takes. with each one watching this program your loved ones will be saved. Yes. Father. Children will be saved. Yes. Father. Grandchildren will be saved. Yes. Serve you oh, do in that. Jesus, awesome and mighty name. Yes. And for your glory, and God's people said, "Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. amen." Now remember, we've agreed with you. Now get to pray and believe. God will not fail you. I promise God. you.